Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the No Host Bar Crew. I'm your host, Dom. And we have an actual full big guest tonight. So I'm going to go towards my right. We have... What's up, man? It's your boy, No ID. And we, have, and we have a special guest in the building. Would you like to introduce yourself? And hold on, hold on. We have to his right. Got your boy Gunner. What's that? That's your theme music? No, I, that was a commercial. <laughs> I fucked it all up. <laughs> Advertisers. Right. And to his right. Oh, let me get the. Yeah. Michael Stein, president of the Canada Four. Hold on, hold on. Time out, man. Where to you? It's all day. You know what, you right. Yeah, you gotta you got introduce yourself hold right, on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me get, let me, get me right. There you go. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chad, with balls, me. Alright. <laughs> so, uh, sorry about last time, we, just, we had to go ahead and take a small break, but I do want to, uh, Interject that we are now officially on Amazon Music. Hey. So, <laughs> hey. another platform. Another platform. We then came up, so all of our previous episodes from the first two seasons, including this one, will be posted on there as well. And we're also still going to be on Anchor and Apple and Google and Spotify. What up? And Breaker. So, what's up? I just want to backtrack. Can we not skip past the fact that when that boy Dom started, he said, tonight we got a big full guest. I said, big fool. Like, oh, oh, gosh. Really? <laughs> really? Fine. Big big fool. Fool. Yes. I, I, I thought, first I thought you should say we got a, a full oh, house. Oh, like, <laughs> that boy said a big full guest. I say. Oh. Spe- special guest. <laughs> really, bro? <laughs> It could be worse. It could be. So it could be last episode. So we um. Are we talking about the bulginess? So we I was on, about uh, say, <laughs> the episode that shall not be named. So we on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Anchor. Yer. Yep. Spotify. Yer. Yep. Uh, what's the other one you just said? What we on now? Amazon. Amazon, Amazon. Amazon Music. And we still we still trying to get on title title title. Is we on iHeart? Uh, I'm still working on it. I'm working on iHeart and TuneIn. After that, we are good. I was gonna say like, uh, Charlamagne the guy um, got the black, uh, black podcasting whole network yeah. initiative thing going on with iHeart. So it should maybe be a bit easier for us to get in on that side. Um, 
from like other high profile people who own a title. Yeah. Um, even like big names in the podcasting world, like I guess you got to have like something to bring, or I don't know how they do like the revenue share or whatever like that. So yeah. uh, it's a big thing to get on title if we manage to get there. Oh, yeah, we should have some champagne or some shit like that before we get on title. Type, Hove, what's up? <laughs> get at us. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. The first season, it was you know fuck title, but we we uh, switched up. You we ran that in. Yeah. I didn't mean. I didn't mean. Look, Michael Scott. I didn't mean. I didn't mean none of that shit when I was saying fuck title. That was for jokes. Please pick us up. <laughs> so. Let's just get into the, uh, we're going to trust that topic right Damn, here. Damn, we finished straight into it? I'm Wait, which one? I'm going to just, what the fuck is up with y'all boy Toy Lanes, man? Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. What the fuck is going on with this nigga right here? I'm just curious. Hey, bro. This boy done released an album. Bro, that bitch. Day bro, Star. I ain't even made it all the way through, bro, but the first, like, seven songs so far. Bro. Is he oh, rapping and singing, bro? You both, nigga. He, what it is, he doing a couple different things. Like, yeah. He defended himself about the the whole like allegation the whole situation. He kind of heartbroken about the way shit him and Meg. He kind of like heartbroken about the way shit fell out with him and Meg, and he would like to reconcile and like salvage things if possible. And at the same time, he like calling niggas out for like all the niggas who done like turned on him and like like fuck you, bro. Like he calling niggas out. Like this nigga's doing a lot, bro. I'm like, damn, this boy Tory low key snapping. Oh no, and he. Me and Michael Stein have already had a conversation about this prior to, like, like musically, from a music standpoint, I fuck with the album. Like, if we're talking about, like, his reasons for dropping it and, like, all the content that he talked yeah, about I, in the album, maybe a little, like, sideways, but, like, just as a musical standpoint, like, I fuck with it. Like, it's like, to me, I was telling uh, No ID, like, it's sick to profit off a of tragedy. You know what I'm saying? Like... I, I think just that that shit's sick as fuck. Yeah. Like any tragedy. Like I think that all the people who they made like movies, documentaries, specials on all the tragedies from the Holocaust to slavery, nine eleven, like anything that can be considered a tragedy. Yeah. If all the profits from that then go to the relief efforts or to the family of the victims and all that shit, like you sick as fuck to profit off a tragedy. And from at least what we know, Toy got arrested for having a gun. Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion went to the hospital for bullying injuries to her foot. The hospital released information on that too. Now I'm not like putting on my tinfoil hat. I'm not putting on my tinfoil hat and saying it's like a conspiracy and none of that shit. But from what we know to be facts, the hospital released uh, information regarding uh, Megan's stay at the hospital. And we know that the the arresting agency released information. Tory Lane, Tory Lane's pardon me, was arrested for having a concealed firearm. He posted bond. They let him go the next morning. He went back to Canada. So, based on those two things, what we can infer is you the one who had the gun. You got arrested for it. So, we have to assume that you're the one who used the gun. Meg is a shooting victim, based on what we know from the information that has been released publicly. So, we can only infer that you shot Meg. Like, the semantics around it is the part that don't mean shit to me. Like, I don't care if a motherfucker got drunk or was doing whatever. Like, you shot a chick. Like, that's whole shit. 
And then you base your album rollout around that. You ain't say nothing. It was only hearsay. Uh, uh, insert media outlet guide this information from Tory. But we ain't got no video of Tory saying nothing about this shit. We only got text messages or, or email transcripts talking to these media outlets, whatever. It's alleged that he did a smear campaign and all that shit. So you base your album rollout around shooting a chick. That's a tragedy. A black woman getting shot, tragedy. And you're profiting off of that. That's whole shit to me. That's just how I feel. Like, I don't care about the semantics. I mean, that's a di- that's a different discussion. The same one that time, I don't want to partake in. Yeah. I don't care about time, that. I mean, at the same time, like unintentionally, like Meg benefited off the shit too. Like her being a shooting victim, her sales and like her streaming numbers went up. Like that's indirectly. She but didn't. Still, but she didn't do a rollout. You intentionally did an album rollout at, at the height of of your notoriety. You only gonna profit from that. You profiting off a of tragedy. No, I'm not, I'm just like yeah, she she is profiting as a as a side effect of her being such a buzzworthy topic, but that's not what her intention was. I'm sure she was like, "Hey, Tori, shoot me in my feet, and then I'm gonna drop whack." Nobody goes in. You have been shot. Nobody goes in saying that. <laughs> hey, bro, shoot me, and then like I'm gonna drop the hottest song. I'm gonna be number one. She already had a number one with fucking Beyonce before that. You already did that. You already had number one with Nicki before that. You was already successful. Like, WAP being number one in the country is never mind. Like, you dropped a whole album, Tory Lanez, around shooting a chick. Yeah, That's pussy. Well, let me ask you this. So, who do you believe I mean, more? Do you believe Megan or do you believe Tory? I mean, honestly, like, like I, mean, I said, if you, you have to listen to it because it's like, for niggas who are like, bro, ain't listening to this shit at all. I mean, I hear you, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and Michael, like, we have a mutual friend. Uh, and she was like, nah, fuck Tori, like, respectfully. I'm yeah. like, I get it, like, I understand. But it's like, at the same time, like, I feel like, I was like, I was telling Michael Stein, I feel like both of them aren't telling the full truth. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Because, like more- I said, I was like, if, if I'm an artist. Yeah. And I'm dealing with another artist, and that person did something to me that could potentially cost me my career. Why would I, like, hesitate to like, you know? Why would I hold back anything? Like, I'm going full force. Like, I want you put away. I want shit. Like, I want shit to get done. Like, no charges. She didn't personally press no charges, or she didn't file a police report. She only went and uh, wrote that statement saying, like, on the events of like what happened. So you're not really giving the full story. Your team yep. ain't giving the full story. Tori ain't really saying what happened. He just kind of poking holes in the shit that you said about him. So it's like, both of y'all niggas hiding something. So it's like, either both of y'all get a full truth and deal with the fallout of that, or both of y'all just tuck that shit away, sweep it under the rug, and move the fuck on. Like, you go heal, you you go like you go back to Canada, heal, Meg, you go to fucking Texas and get your shit back together, because... It's not yeah, like like fucking Michael Stein said like y'all niggas ain't doing shit but like benefiting off the tragedy like y'all ain't really like niggas want to know the truth and y'all not really gonna give us the truth and so why keep this shit going the, for another six to nine months? The, the biggest shit to me in like all that is like like me and No ID talked about this for like I don't know 30, 45 minutes and then we talking about this on this podcast and 
we already got a nomination to fill, RGB spot in the Supreme Court, something that will affect all of us. We're about to have an election. We're in the middle of COVID. And we're talking about two Breonna rappers. Your Breonna Taylor's yeah. murderers got the fuck off. They got her life only worth. Yeah, they got charged for all the bullets, bullets that, that didn't hit her. They got a twelve million. So Brianna Taylor's life was only worth twelve million dollars. Y'all gave him that money, made some punk ass rules that ain't gonna get enforced, and then we just gonna go about our business. All of that shit happening, and you drop an album, and that's what we talking about. Like that's clown shit. Like I don't give a fuck who did what in that scenario. Obviously, whatever relationship, whatever dealings y'all had going on, is some toxic ass shit. That's some shit that y'all should solve behind. Behind y'all doors, don't play this shit out in public because we already got enough shit and enough distractions going on. And I mean, we have a podcast, so we have a responsibility to talk about the things that are important to the people, things that I talk about. We got to do our due diligence and all that shit. But it's like crazy that when I get together and get on the platform that we didn't build for ourselves, we all talk about two clown ass motherfuckers because that's what they are to me. That, that's clown shit, both of them. I mean, oh, pray, prayers for me. If you ever been through a situation where you didn't got shot at or been shot, if you ain't been through that or whatever, that shit traumatic. I done stared down many a bird. Bitches been getting their picky toes shot off since the fifties. In a movie, but I, if you if you didn't if you if you have been in a situation and and I know you both and I know and I know and I know Gunner joking, but Gunner Gunner didn't seen war. Yeah, he didn't he didn't see many he didn't stir down a barrel before. I stir down a barrel. Uh, if you been in those kind of situations, like hold on, time out. What kind of barrel? Of a firearm, not that kind of not not the one I say, not that. Motherfucker, weak then. If you've been in those, if you've been in those situations, those are traumatic situations. Prayers, hope you. What that boy saying next? Next time I'm shooting the one that winking, not the one that stinks. Prayers for her. Obviously. Tori, if you got a firearm and you're using it on a situation where your life ain't in threat, or even if it was, it's obviously something that's traumatic for you. Please, prayers for him. Please go heal. Short man. Talk to talk to whoever you need to talk to. Go get you some help. Both of them. Go get you some help. You got that five eleven stallion looking at the little mighty mouse motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, both both of y'all prayers go heal. But please, but please stop the circus. Like, come on, y'all. That's my two cents on it. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I still think people should just go listen to the album. Anyway, just because it's like, I feel like we've seen Meg get a, get on live like numerous different times and like kind of talk and cry about the shit. And it's like, this is probably like Tory Lane's most like way of like talking about it is through the music. So I feel like, I feel like motherfuckers should just go listen to it. Like, Keep an open mind because people are already listening to it with biased ears. So you already like, nah, I ain't liking what I'm hearing. And it's like, I'm just listening to it just as uh, like as a musical project. And I'm just like, damn. Like, because he touching on a lot of, like I said, he, he's speaking on a lot of shit. Like, a lot of motherfuckers in the industry who, like, was cool with him, like, definitely turn it back and be like, yeah, Con, I just fuck that nigga. Da, 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 da. And, like, he's shooting back at niggas. And it's like, I'm like, right, I would do something similar. Like, especially if niggas be like, hey, what up? Like, 
we taking pictures. Oh, this my boy. We we didn't drop songs together. This my boy. And then like you turn around and be like, yeah, bro, that nigga need to die. Like that nigga need to just disappear. Like stop doing music. Like go the fuck back to Canada. Like bro, I'm coming with all heat. I drop a project, bro. Yes, bro. I'm talking my shit. And that's what he doing. I'm like, I fuck with it, bro. I fuck with it. No ID. Fucks with Tori's new album. So, I mean, I ain't with the whole Meg getting shot shit and all that. I mean, that was unfortunate. But it's two sides to every story. And then there's some truth in the middle. So, I want the truth, goddammit. But I listen to the music, though. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you say you want to listen to it. We'll give you that. Uh huh, really. <laughs> Damn, but uh, yeah, but definitely got your two cents on that. So, moving on to the next up, uh, next topic. The fuck is up with Cardi? What's hold on? Uh, hey, the shit I was saying. Yeah, what's up with all these damn multiple divorces? Cardi B, Uncle Luke, just like Dr. recently, Dre. fucking Doctor Dre. The fuck is going on with all these damn divorces? Why? Why is everybody just getting divorced now all of a sudden? What's going on, man? Well, I don't know. <laughs> right. It's just back to back to back to back. Offset was still doing Offset shit. So, I mean, Cardi yeah, was what's, like, what's wrong? What's wrong with for the public eye, bro, she was like, all right, bro, for like public reasons, bro, I didn't want to just keep bitching about it. So, I tried to like put up with the shit, but I'm like done. Like, I'm not going to keep settling and putting up with that shit, especially if I don't have to. Like, so, fuck. Right, yeah, bro, I mean, like, I mean, you, you Cardi B, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, what, 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 to me, it also shows that whole little that she did this whole song about her. Wet ass pussy, but you can't keep a man. For one, to me, I said I, I believe I don't have any daughters, but I believe they sent the wrong message to little girls out here. This is why I don't cook, I don't clean, I'm gonna show you how I got this ring. So girls run around thinking they can just get get married off the of pussy. Only fans. But then they turn around and you see that they getting divorced. That pussy ain't not, you gotta bring more to the table than just your pussy. Like you said, Don said earlier, what a bitch gonna do for me other than fuck me? Like, you got to bring more to the table. I don't know. Like, Which also goes to how you say about the contract thing. Y'all for sure. bring something to this table. It's more than just fucking in love. For sure. You got to have more on this table. For sure. So, all right. So, the, so with, with... It's too much business on the table. <laughs> with, with, with her making... With her making the... With her making the song, while, and even what her lyrics was talking about, like, we done watched, like, Gucci, T.I., 2 Chains. And a myriad of other rappers talk about fucking all these hoes, these bitches. They drop into their knees, they sucking my dick, they doing whatever. Now, hold on, and hold on. all of them are married. Yeah, all of them too. are yeah. married, and they have families, and they come home at night, yep. and they are doing the opposite of what they're talking about in their music. So for a motherfucker to get and make a song, you are operating in the lane. So Cardi B is a rapper, yes. An entertainer, yeah. right? And she operates in a specific lane that generates her revenue. If Cardi B got up there and started rapping like Maya Angelou made her poems, nobody would buy her shit. When she started talking her shit, uh, suck this pussy, fuck a nigga, that's what sell. If that's my job, I want to be the best at my job. Well, so she should. You think it's your job to be a role model? Mm. Don't always that yeah, that's a that's a that's a weird topic because <laughs> when when you say is it is it their responsibility? Yes, it cause depends because now you are somebody. All right, so if you gonna but if you gonna say that it's her as a artist to use her platform to be what we would consider responsible, then 
literally every single person who is in front of someone. Just like when you go to work, you are in front of people. When I go to work, I'm in front of people. Everybody who has a job or has kids or has any way, shape, or form influence or impression on people, then every single person should use their platform to do what's right. However, yeah. comma, people don't do that and they don't get scrutiny, but Cardi B does. You can make a song about whatever you want. We can talk about the other people we want to. I mean, right now, we're just talking about Cardi B. No, for sure, but we only talk about celebrities. Celebrities with air quotes. Because like, they are highlighted. They, this is who you see on TV. This is who people idolize. Kids idolize whatever. You got them out here doing dances and shit like that. And like, people in the hood idolize dope dealers, and they still sell dope. They don't say, true. hey, guys, you yeah, should. Yeah, they like, no, nah, put some foes on that shit. Take them tools off. Put some ace on that motherfucker. Take them foes off. They don't be like, hey, guys. But as a culture, we flashy anyway. I, some as our culture, we do. And they, don't, don't, they, don't, well, they don't make it any more. You, you get some money, for, for sure, they don't, they don't make it any more right, though. And we're not calling out the dope dealers to stand on their platform. And they influence whole neighborhoods, cities even. Kingpins influence states. Didn't nobody tell Big Meech and them to... To put out a kid stay away from drugs PSA, they ain't do that shit. They was popping bottles, fucking women, but and he, had money. We didn't ask them to do like that. Bumpy Johnson was a drug dealer, but he out here still taking care of his neighborhood. And he still killed the same neighborhood that he's that he took care of. He gave them turkeys on Sunday and he gave them crack on Monday. It is what it is. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. My, my argument with that, I'm not, I'm not going to say my argument is right. Because to me, it's a supply it and demand thing. Is. If in my neighborhood, motherfuckers is wanting a certain supply of something. Yeah. Me personally, I would rather do it and enrich my people to have a white person come in here and do it and just fuck us all. Right. And that's what Cardi doing. It's a demand. It's a demand for some ratchet music. It's a demand for it. It is. It's a demand for it. We had Foxy and Kim, and then it was a little pop. Then we had Kaya and Shauna, and then it was a little. Now we had Nick. We had Nikki. Then it was a little. Now we had Cardi and Meg and Mulata and Flo Millie and all uh, this new wave of women. Just like we had Missy Elliott and shit like that to represent the other side, and then we had a pop. Then we got Rhapsody. Just like we had Queen Latifah. It, it's a demand for it. Somebody feeling it, might as well her come in and do it. Somebody who actually done been in the lifestyle than Taylor Swift doing that. Why are you going to let somebody come in and take the culture? You ain't got to raise your hand, bro. Just you to just, up, just jump in, man. Can you bring another special guest in? Yes! yes. All right, let's go. Come on, dude. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we also have a special guest in the building as well. So would you like to introduce, introduce, introduce yourself? You know, uh, My name's Allie. I don't. I just feel like when it comes to the Cardi B situation, you just have to think about like I don't. I don't. This is a statement of women, like the huge like new wave of women coming through and like trying to make statements for themselves, trying to be independent. And I feel like with the publicity wrapped around her entire affairs with Offset, she just needed to make she needed to make that song to mold in herself to be by herself without Offset. So maybe this was a plan for her to leave Offset for a longer period of time. But, but she, I myself hmm. am a Cardi B fan. I truly. But she was Cardi B before yeah. Offset. Yes, but then they became this power dynamic that was unchangeable. They do what they did for clothes. So now, <laughs> so now that they have culture and all of these albums come out, and there's this big power couple in 
the industry, they have to be able to separate themselves. Her I think the only way to do that is to put such publicity on the topic. Her sister name is Hennessy. Define your identity. Don't get lost in being a couple. Just, you still Cardi B, he's still Beyonce and Jay. But that's what happened. That's cool for some people. That ain't cool for everybody. Beyonce and Jay. Because it's positive? Is it? Because he crack, 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 crack every album. What you talking about? Is it positive? Oh, no! I don't listen to him, so I don't know what his music is. what he said. That's how I love But I know he, I mean, he a businessman. He, yeah. He, he a business mogul. He doing yeah. things. For himself, business and, and every single outside, album, he talking about music, coke. Outside of music, he got his own little thing going. Her, she got her music. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure she got some shit outside of her music. Yeah, and outside of Cardi B's music, I'm sure she has a bunch of business ventures going on. She's in a Pepsi commercial. Say, she she didn't partner with Fashion Nova before. Great mother, at least from what we see outside of the music. And you allowed to the shit that you the shit that I be out here doing or saying or whatever. I don't always come home and bring that back to my children. My family life, my inside life, and what I do outside of that is two different things. And you should be allowed that freedom as an adult. I get that, having that freedom. It's up to you to be a parent to monitor. But when you influence other people, Mm -hmm. then at that point you need to make better decisions. Well, then everybody needs to do that, and that's not the way the world works. It's just not. Everybody has that same responsibility, and everybody else ain't held to that same standard. We let other motherfuckers fly under the radar, and we don't call them out, but we call out uh, a celebrity. Is their platform bigger? Yeah, but do they have any more responsibility than anybody else who people look up to? Absolutely not. But uh, I would talk about them people, too. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to... Like I said, we're just talking about her right now. I can talk about a lot of people who are in positions in and general, don't do... No, I'm not <laughs> speaking about you specifically, but in general, that's not the narrative. Now, now let's I, talk about the people who mad visible. I want to I wanna interject something... Uh, I want to add in, add with that. So you said, well, Gunner, you said Beyonce and Jay Z. Now, it has been said allegedly that Jay Z cheated on Beyonce, and the same thing with Offset with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Right. So my thing is, it's like if Beyonce and Jay Z was able to stay together, how come? Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay Z got way. That's what I'm saying. How come? How come they can stay together? Back to what I said about it being a business, right? Offer before we start this podcast, I said marriage is a business. We only been marrying for love for the last 100 years. It was an empire and an empire, man, woman, marry him. Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. You got some land, I got some land, let's marry, and then we got bigger land. You got some assets, I got some assets, let's marry, and we can share. We can prosper. We can build a dynasty over this. That's what marriage was as a business contract. So when you say, how come Offset and Cardi B is breaking up? few million here, few million there. Relatively new. In the grand scheme of the lifeline of music, they are just dots. And Jay-Z and Beyonce are two bigger dots. We are talking about a billionaire business that they have invested. It's more time invested. It's more assets invested. They've been together a lot longer and have way more to lose in a divorce than Cardi being offset. But do you feel they, they still could have still built something? And they still might. They still might yeah. and they still could have. But per, if you listen to the Lemonade album, and I heard a lot of what happened in the Lemonade album secondhand? Because I don't personally listen to Beyonce, but even hearing Jay Z's side, yeah, on the four four, in the four forty four, he talked about them 
being real life on the brink of divorce. All that empire was about to come tumbling down. And only through uh, uh, seeking outside help and marriage counseling, counseling in general, and being able to step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To use, use your outlet, which is music for them, to be able to air their grievances and reconcile and shit like that. Did they make it through that? Like, some people don't have that luxury. They obviously recognize what was at stake. If Cardi B and Offset break up, what happens? None. The Migos will drop another album and Cardi B will go on to, I'm sure, make more number one hits. And that's the only thing that happens. Jay-Z and Beyonce break up. Not only is their music career, the future of that, in jeopardy. Beyonce helped Jay-Z become a household name. Like, let's not understate what she done did for him. Like, however you feel about Beyonce, Beyonce made Jay-Z a welcome member in white America. He is okay. We can talk about him on, on Good Morning America. The the dope boy from Marcy yeah. can be on Ellen DeGeneres. Beyonce did that. Those, those, those boardrooms and shit, he can move around in them now. But the people who introduced him... The wives of those moguls who listen to, to, to Beyonce. Yeah. You brought Jay-Z's name around. You helped them get his foot in the door. So everything that they have is taken. I'm sure they got business ventures that I'm not privy to. Yeah. But all that investing to split up, you don't just end a music duo or a music couple. You end a business empire. There's a lot more at stake. Way more chips on the table. Like billions. Also, like to add out the uh, different mindsets of the generations between Jay Z to Beyonce, yeah, and then Cardi B yeah. and Offset. Cardi B and Offset, pretty young. Yeah. They under thirty. Jay Z down there fifty, and Beyonce have old she is late thirties. Yeah, late thirties, yeah. early forties, yeah. somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, she came into that. She, yeah, she in her 40s, yeah. yeah. How you at twenty three, twenty four? I don't think anybody in here is still with the same woman that was with at 23 or 24. No. Nah. <laughs> maybe me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe me. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> my, my, myself excluded, that's not the, that's not the norm. You, you finding yourself. And I think they should be allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Instead of like focusing on like, oh no, they broke up. Like, no, they, they kids. Let them grow up. They knew. Ten years ago, we didn't know who neither one of them was. Ten years ago, we knew who Beyonce and Jay-Z was. Yeah. They were well-established ten years ago. Ten years ago, Cardi B was still stripping. Shit, 20 years ago. And <laughs> ten years ago, Cardi B was still stripping. And ten years ago, Offset was still in Atlanta in the trap. Let them, let them folks grow up. Maybe down the road, they'll get back together, but... I don't think they should have the same kind of pressure and be held up to that same standard as somebody who, what, Jay-Z been rapping for 40 fucking years now. Like, nah, but like 30 for real. 
somebody who has an opportunity to grow up in this business, weather the storm, be with countless amounts of group. At 20-something, Jay-Z wasn't looking at Beyonce. He didn't get with her until he was 30-something. And it was shaky at the start, and it was shaky in the middle. Like, they was afforded that luxury. These are children. Let them grow up. Let's not be so hard on them. I do like WAP, though, for the record. Michael Stein is a, a proponent of women expressing themselves through any medium that they choose to. <laughs> WAP, come on. I'm going to be turned as fuck. Allegedly. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to uh, go towards another part of that subject as well. The same thing with Dr. Dre and his wife, Nicole Young, because oh, now she there's, so, there's so much additional information going on from her because now she wants to claim the name of Dr. Dre. Bro, she, she wants, she wants everything. Shit, she wants half. She wants all that stuff. He's. What's up with the prenup shit? The prenup was actually written way beforehand, and she signed it. Okay. But at that time, you know, she thought that he had ripped it up. No, he kept the copy. Okay, well, let it play out in court. Yeah. Uh, she had her fucking mind. He already agreed to give her the house yeah. and pay spousal support. It's like, well, it and take... It's kids grown, I think. Yeah, they're like eighteen, twenty. Yeah, like what? You you are you are awarded a multi-million dollar property, estate, and spousal support for you to continue the lifestyle that you've been used to for the last twenty years. All right, case closed. Like, what you need more than that for? So, do you think that she? He did his due diligence. I wasn't able to make it work with you. However, comma, you can keep. The property, if you decide to sell it, they're going to some more millions in your hand. And on top of that, I will still fund for you to upkeep your lifestyle, and we ain't even together no more, and our children grown. He being mad generous. So do you feel that was a business then? Because it makes it seem like she just stayed all the way through until this moment right here, to where he made all this money. And now, I'm just going to break up with you and get, try to get happy. Man, you see how the fallout went. Marriage is a business. It's a business. You see all the things that she brought up in court. You see all the moves that he made. Them was all chess moves on both parts. Yeah. Uh, maybe he a grandmaster and she not. But those were all chess moves. Like, and that only furthers the argument that I've been making. Like, it's it's big. It's a business contract, and for her severance package is the property. And a pension that would award her the same lifestyle that she didn't have for the last 20 years. That is a generous severance package. That's what happened when you split from a company. Yeah. When, they t- when your contract is terminated, right? You get a severance package. Most people get a lump sum payment and that's it. Hey, go figure it out. She got a substantial property and a pension for the rest of her days. She'd never have to lift her finger, fill out an app, update her resume. She's going to be rich forever. And that's not enough. Now she's being greedy. That's what I think. How do y'all feel? Y'all want to interject? Ed? I don't really know much about it, but I feel feel if she really wanted to get out of it, like you said, what'd you say? What'd you say? What? what? Uh, Just... (laughs) Like, period, like what'd you say? Period. When you brought her up, 
No, it's just like she, you know, she was basically with him when he's when he left Death Row and started Aftermath. So he started all the way from the beginning, all the way. Yeah, she's a lawyer, like, so she got money. Year. So I mean, like, she, 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 I mean, she got money. So you know, I mean, Amy may like, not be big money. Assets, but. She signed a prenup. Yeah, but she signed a prenup, yeah. though. I mean, if she really wanted something, she could have divorced them a while ago while she still had the kids under age 18. Yeah. And she would have got way much more yeah. than she would have right now. So, I mean... Is anybody is everybody missing the point where he will pay her spousal support for well, her to continue? Yeah. That's what I'm support, saying. Spousal support. I mean, that's to, all good. So she, she wanted more than she been She been with him, though. She been with him for how long? Over yeah. twenty years, uh, at least from what I was reading, like he agreed to pay spousal support. That I don't know what the dollar amount was, but it would be uh, enough to allow her to continue her lifestyle unchanged, yeah. as if they were still together. I think she's seeking two million though. A month. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But why? Would be, I, whatever returns would be. I think it's two million. So okay, so. With, I mean, so, which is insane. I seen that. I just, I mean, I I like, how do you feel about that? Two million a month? I mean, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's nuts. Two million is insane. It's a little greedy. Yeah. But at the same time, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Well, I'm to, mean, what's that got to do with that? That's a lot. That's She's a, lot. a lawyer. She got money. So then she knows what she has the right to. But like, and she signed the prenup. She signed the prenup. What is in the prenup? But one of my biggest things, you just said, Dr. Dre. Not Dr. Dre and Kim. Dr. Dre. Everything he did, he did. Not him and her. No, but you have hold no, up. Because no at the same time, I don't. Yeah, you right. But at the same time, like I talk to, I have a group of circle people that I confide in. People I talk to, I get rich or whatever. They can't hit me up for them because I've talked to them, asked for advice or whatever. They can't like. Well, we've been there with them the whole last twenty years. Yeah, but that's different when you're talking about a spouse. That's different. This woman just birthed my kids what, what, and whatever, whatever. I mean, I, hear, I pay you child support or I pay the bills for the Jen, house. But we don't know but if how you get money that I've listen, earned doing me. I'm, I'm with you, but we don't know her contributions throughout the relationship. If she has some substantial contributions, her name is on it, then she gonna then get she should have put her name on it. Right. Don't come after the fact talking about. Well, I came up with the name Dr. Dre for sure. You should have filed the trademark on it. Or you should have put the trademark. You should have signed it when he came up there. Cause like, because as, as a lawyer, as a lawyer, you already know the only thing that matters in court is what's on the paper. My point exactly. You should have put your name on all that. Like two million dollars, and like the breakdown on TMZ was like, I don't even remember like the specific details, but she was asking for like a lot of money in a bunch of different areas where. It's like unreasonable, like five hundred thousand dollars for like clothing or something. Yeah, yeah, for her clothing, and then like it was like two million, yeah, like two million for like the house I was like, God. and the expenses. I'm like, and he's and he agreed to pay spousal support, which is cool. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, but like, she had like a hundred grand for laundry. Like, what you watching? Uh, you the neighborhood's you clothes. Watch, you ain't washing Gucci every damn every damn day, nah. Like the cleaners <laughs> not gonna charge you that much. That's crazy. He she should have just whatever her bills is at the end of the month. She should just send him an invoice and let him pay it. Give him a breakdown. But him being Dr. Dre, they ain't got shit to do with it. Like it's a contract. You know what you have rights to because we both signed this contract. We also signed a prenup. 
I have what I'm protecting as far as my assets. You know what you have access there to. And you also not a common motherfucker. You a lawyer. This is what you worked your life off for to understand the laws about possession. You didn't do your due diligence. It she, seems. She feels like she probably has a valid argument. If she's a lawyer trying to go after this, she probably has something that we don't know about. Well, they both rich, so we'll see how... We'll see how it play out in court. But I do think she out her fucking mind. Two million a month? Imagine she's not going, she's not making a big ass scene for like something stupid. I don't know because she's, she's a lawyer. I mean, she's not. hundred thousand for lunch, you know? You're going to claim my name after I so she, I didn't produce like over a hundred million. And I'm sure he got, I'm sure he got the trademark. Which he did from the 80s. I'm sure he has. from the 80s all the way up. I'm a hundred percent positive Dr. Dre has the trademark for Dr. Dre. I'm, I would, I would better paycheck on that. So her asking for her making claims to did you sign the trademark? Did you file it? Did you sign it? If you didn't, then Dr. Dre is my name because my name is on the paperwork. That's a silly claim to make. Even if you did help me, then you should have got it in writing. I'm not saying fuck over people who deserve what they deserve and shit, but you gotta do you got it out there that they could offer compromise on it. You gotta do so, your due. You gotta do your due diligence. Is is what I'm saying. Protect yourselves. Yeah. Uh uh uh, uh ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners, protect yourself. If you feel like you didn't help that nigga build his empire, then put your name on some shit. Don't say, "All right, baby, I right, no, don't go for that." Put your name on some shit. You, he had some writers block, and you help him come up with the album title and and the first three tracks. Put your get some pub on that. Get you some ownership. Don't just think motherfuckers gonna do it. Look, ain't nothing. The only thing that's guaranteed is that you're gonna die. That's it. Not marriage, not nothing else. Not your job, not your money, not nothing. Not even your mind. The only thing guaranteed is that you're gonna die. For everything else, put your fucking name on it. Get you some ownership about your shit. And then you don't have to play this shit out. This is another circus that's going on. And COVID is still going. Look, no justice (laughs) for Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, chat with Bozeman. Rest in peace, Mr. Brian. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and then I also want to flip script on that when you said marriage is more like a business. Now we have old school Luke Campbell. Okay. AKA Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew. Shout out Uncle Luke. The wife that he was married for like 12 years. They got married in 2008. Yeah. She just, out of the blue, just filed for a divorce and he didn't even know. And... Like, do you feel that was, where was the love at? Was was love there? Or she, when did love at that time just switch over to, to the business part? If you was going, if you file for divorce and you don't tell your partner, that's the same thing as leaving a job and not giving in your two weeks. It's just a business, right? So you should have notified that he was putting in your two weeks. And because she didn't, that's wild as fuck, but play it out in court, Uncle Luke. It's just a business. This business is not personal. Take it to court. Argue your shit out. Hopefully retain the assets that you are entitled to. Hopefully, whatever was going on with Uncle Luke's wife, Mrs. Campbell. Yeah. Um, she will get what she is owed or whatever. I don't know the I don't know the the semantics of that relationship. If Uncle Luke was whooping her ass, if he was bringing home the video girls. I don't know. I don't know what happened with them, but um and in uh in in a business contract, if you decide to terminate the contract, uh, 
one party should notify the other party, but because they didn't, it's just business. Take that shit to court and play it on out. Uncle Luke, I'm sure you got some residuals. You got some pop that coochie money. Take it to court. <laughs> let it play out in court. <laughs> but my thing is it's just like what happened to the love though. Like when did it just transform? It's a business. That? But when did it transform to that? Because love had to been been there first before it just said, well, like like I've been like I've been arguing. We only been doing that for like a hundred years, and humans have been around for like what a hundred and fifty thousand years. Yeah, we only been marrying for love for a hundred. That's literally a blip. That's a that is a cup of water out of the Pacific. In the timeline, in the grand scheme of things, um, when you asking where the love at, um, it's people who remember common law. You be together seven years, the state will recognize you as married. You didn't have to go up there and sign no contract or nothing. If you love somebody, sure you'll stay together with it. If you don't, cool. Whatever. But I don't think that those two things are intrinsically tried, tied, pardon me, together. It's just what we recognize as being what you're supposed to do in a society. Would you love somebody and you with them for a long time? Well, yeah, you should propose to them and you should get married because that's what the status quo is. That is what is expected. But I know people who have been together like 20 years, 19, 20 years, and they never even considered or talked about getting married. And their relationship is fine. Beautiful family, successful, both people in it, and they never thought about putting a ring on it. Like, those two things aren't intrinsically tied together. Marriage, you go up there in front of a judge with a witness sign a piece of paper, and get it notarized. God damn it, if that don't sound like a business contract, I don't know what a business contract is. That's what it is. Yes and no, though. Yes and oh. no. Because with everything that's going on, you have, like, like for me personally, I watched my grandfather pass away, and only his wife could go in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to me, that, like, I could never dream of that ever, ever happening. Like, say I'm not married to the person that I love, and something yeah. happened, and I can go see them. That would be... That would just be mind-blowing. Back to business. Put it in your will. Another aspect of that business. Will. Mar- I wouldn't be able to see you before you pass away. Well, let me ask you this because I want to get a female's perspective. So. Make somebody your power no, of attorney. I was going to say, no. if you POA. Yeah, I want to just ask you a question. But, uh, yeah. You should get your ducks in order before that time. You talking about from you a business gotta, standpoint? You, from, a, from a business <laughs> from a business, <laughs> from, a biz, from, from a business standpoint, once you are married, you should also have a will. And if you are somehow incompetent, you should have a person to appoint ahead of time before you lose your, your, your mind and you are cognitive of what's going on. You should already have a person picked out you as your power of attorney. That shouldn't distract so you from you what feel, the business do you feel is. That's towards more business wise? Or what? I think that they could be either or because when. The business aspect is when you are dating and you search out, like, if this person doesn't have these certain qualities, then they are off the table entirely. So, if from that point, it could be business, but then you have a certain set of people that you are allowing yourself to fall in love with, allowing yourself to move forward with. Hire so for the job. Business and, and, they hire for the job. They got some qualities. So I looked at the re- <laughs> I looked at the love resume, and they checked some boxes. I'm going to give them an interview, which is dating. And then I'm going to go ahead and hire them all full-time and give them tenure. That's marriage. 
It's a business. Now we're just talking about the business of love. It's a business. I'm not saying love ain't real. I'm not saying it from Don't look. Let me be clear. I believe in love. I have a wife. I love the fuck out of my wife. I love the fuck out of my children. I love the fuck out of my brothers. I love the fuck out of y'all. I kill for you. I die for you. I have love. But I am not so in love with love that I don't know what a contract and what a business is when it's presented before me. Life is a business. Love, love is love. Life is a business. Marriage is a business. You can love somebody without the institution of none of these businesses. But the fact that we tie them together is when we start having all these fallouts and all these conversations about divorce or what happened to the love or what about the love or what about the business because that's what it is it's just business it ain't nothing personal so and the fact the love that make it personal. love makes it personal and that's if you're in the business of love but we in the business of business when you're talking about signing a contract and then getting it notarized in front of a judge and in front of some witnesses that's business yeah, you in the business of business then that ain't the business of love that's just what the status quo is. That's what we are expected to believe, and that's how we are expected to operate. Also, what I said up there, that's how come we see the rise of non-traditional relationships over like the last 10 years. There's been a huge spike. Polyamory, polyandry, polygamy, triangle, perfect V, all that. You can, that's why I say sex and love, not intrinsic. They are not mutually inclusive. Sex is enjoyable and is cool if you actually happen to like or love the motherfucker that you're having sex with. But uh, humans are animals and animals reproduce. We procreate. That's what we are designed to do. It is a biological aspect. If we never even establish social or societal institutions, we would still fuck. Without school, without work, savages, hunter-gatherers, like humans were 150,000 years ago, hunter-gatherers, we would still be fucking. We would still fuck. We would eat. We would sleep. We would raise the young. We would fuck. That's what we are designed to do because we animals. We're just smart animals, but animals nonetheless. Sex and love, because I ain't never thought about fucking my mama, sex and love are not mutually <laughs> inclusive. They not. But that's what they tell you. That's what you are expected to do. You're expected to be monogamous. You're expected to think this way. You're expect this is what you're supposed to do. You're quarter, then you're dater, then you're lover, and then you get married, then you kid, then you house, then 401k, then you retire, we grow old, and we die. The only constant in that is that you die. None of that shit mean nothing. Bruh. It ain't intrinsic. It's not tied together. These two things are separate. You realize that. And then a lot of the problems that you have. Oh, you liked her photo. Oh, you looked at her ass. Oh, were you being friendly? Too friendly, if you ask me. All of those problems go away when you separate love and sex. I'm a cool-ass Those problems, those issues that often plague relationships, new and old, None of those things exist if you can clearly define love and sex. When you realize that those two things aren't mutually inclusive, they don't have to go hand in hand because everybody here, maybe, then fuck somebody and ain't love them at all. 
I just fucked it. It is what it is. It is what it is. They are <laughs> inclusive. When you realize that, then you don't get you don't get mad about you liking some picture. Well, you liked her picture. That must mean you like her or you're interested in her. You could love her. That means if you get the chance, you'll have sex with her. Oh, wait a minute. Sex and love ain't inclusive. So it's fine that you liked her picture. That's what's up. You liked the picture. You looked at her ass. Yeah, she got a nice ass or whatever for sure. You're an animal. That's what animals do. We look. We got eyes. Ladies and gentlemen. We listen to sounds, we taste, we breathe, we touch, we feel. Amen. Like we just, this, these are things we are biologically designed to do. Yeah, but it goes in with the rejection. People don't want to be rejected. They want to be attracted to. They want to be the most beautiful thing in the room. For sure. And all of that's that awesome. And you can be. Love somebody, have sex with somebody. But as soon as that, as soon as that person stops paying attention to you and they start paying attention to the other butterfly, don't mean I don't, they're going to be mad. Don't mean I don't love the first person. Definitely no, but don't. It's gonna make that person feel some type of way, and then of course that's when your problems start domino effect. I cannot see this person, uh, uh, Amelie. I can see not see Amelie for fifty years, and I go just as hard for him fifty years down the road with no contract as I would this day right now, as I would five years ago. That is oh, my shit. guy. I love him, and nothing about that is gonna change. It don't matter if I hang out with fifty five other guys. He know what it is because we have a bond. That bond. It, it it matters not what happens outside of that bind. That bind is there. Just like love is a bind, right? You got love for a person. It don't matter how many I fuck, I still love you. It don't matter who I'm fucking. It's who I'm loving. That should be the thing. It's who I love. Ooh. It's okay. It's a, listen, it's a, it's okay. Listen, it is oh, it is okay. The views and the opinions expressed I feel you. on I this feel podcast are sim- they are simply just Michael Steins. However, oh, when you go to sleep at that's night, hot. just maybe think about some of the things I said today. That's all I'm saying. I'm not telling you to adopt my viewpoint. It's not for everybody because there is something to be said about adhering to tradition. Tradition is what has kept us as long as we have been kept. It got us here. I get it. Repetition. Religion. Not book, but repetition. That's religion. It's something that you repeat. It has gotten us somewhere. We went from savages with tools and rocks and all that shit to cars and laws and bylaws and judges and schools and healthcare and all that shit is great. I'm not knocking none of that. Society is society because it's important. It is what it is because it is important. It has a purpose. And I'm not saying reject that. I'm not telling you to adopt my viewpoints. However, comma, just keep an open mind. The next situation you get upset about, just look at it through the lens that I was talking about today. And you will maybe see less fallacies in it than you think. I just up here talking. There is some there is some logic rooted in this rhetoric. That's all. You got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm off my soul. I'm off my soul. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a small break and stuff. But, you know, after these messages, we do. We will be right back. So, it's done. <laughs> 